I'm Camille. I'm Anita. And, and we're, we're the Soul, Soul Sisters. Sisters. Welcome to another episode of Soul Sisters Balancing Act. Today we have a lovely guest here with us to talk about the founding topic of our podcast that is balance. And so today we have Alyssa Darren Nelson, who is regularly featured on television news segments, inside major blogs and publications, and on podcasts from I'm all over blushing. the globe. <laughs> Point being, she is very important. So I would like to toss this over to Alyssa to help introduce herself. Well, more so than anything, I'm just an extrovert and I talk a lot. So it means that if I can capture an audience, and uh, then I go ahead and do that. Uh, no, so I, I'm a podcaster. I am an author. Uh, I'm a coach. I primarily primarily work with soul entrepreneurs, but also with people who are just kind of in general stuck um, and, you know, are feeling a bit directionless, don't really know what they have special to um, contribute to the world. People who are in career um, limbo, as it were, um, and I get to really help them feel their best. And that's what the thing I love most about about coaching um, is is that. And so that's what I do. My business is Dare Success, Success Coaching. And uh, balance is one of my favorite topics, actually. So Wonderful. And I, I believe she had posted something on Facebook that would drove this podcast to existence. Um, yep. So that's what happened. So I have known Alyssa. We've been at, we have on the same training team for a while as competitors. And I saw her post a uh, Facebook post about like mm. what does balance mean to you? And before I even read any comments, I messaged her immediately and was like, will you be a guest on the podcast? <laughs> we have a podcast all about balance, um, which has its many stems. But I was like, this will be interesting because you just got a lot of feedback from all yeah. those posts. I know you have other things coming along um, with that end of it as well. But I have a very interesting concept of balance as well. Um, and so I thought it would be fun to kind of bring all three of us together and kind of talk about what your definition of balance is and kind of how it's such a sought after thing mm -hmm. um, and kind of dive a little bit deeper into that and just kind of give three different opinions on it. I'm um, going to try to see if we can help some people, you know, strive to find their version of balance a little bit better. So I'll start us off by kind of giving my definition of what balance is to me um, and what I think what people try to look for is they try to look for everything to stop and stay still where the, sc the scale is very equilibrium. But to me, that is... It's still, it's not movement and it's actually like not mediocrity. I have a fear of mediocrity in my mind. That's why I put so much pressure on myself to be productive. Um, but I think of balance as more of a continuous movement. Um, so I said when I wrote it in my blog post when I was 18 that my life is a sign function. And I think that is how I relate to balance the most is that continuous movement specifically starting at zero and moving upwards. We don't start moving down. We start moving up. <laughs> because That's the goal, at least. Yes. Right? <laughs> but understanding that, you know, if balance is the middle line, the line zero, that the sign function, which would be our life, goes above that line, but also goes below that line. And you do have moments of that ah, silent balance, quote unquote, um, but it continuously moves. Right. And it also is my version of tying like the scientific world of like everything is based off of sign and like mathematical equations to like, this is real life. Like the world is always changing. And that is how the world keeps its balance is because there are ups and there are downs. Right. Homeostasis is found in the shifts. Yes. Right. So it's I in the change. That. So that's, that's kind of my take on balance is it's not a place. It's 
the movement, mm. which is kind of different than I think what most people think of. But let's hear from you guys. Fascinating. What do you think? So this is Alyssa. Um, <laughs> and I actually don't believe in balance. Okay. I actually believe that balance is a fallacy. And it was interesting because I, when I put the post up, I put balance in quotations. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if people were going to pick up on you know, like the, like the theory mm-hmm. of balance, uh, as much as, and, and they just said, you know, they gave such, such great feedback as to what they felt it was, but I believe balance indicates a zero sum game. And I'm a very positive person. I believe in abundance. I think that there is not just enough to go around, but there's ab- abundance to go around. And if we think about balance, um, you know, in the, the typical scale with like two, two things on each side, right? Is something must be winning and something must be losing. And so if that's our goal to create that balance, which might not happen more than just a single moment, then at every moment of your life, something is losing. And so we're setting ourselves up for failure because at any given time, if something is winning, then something else is losing. And I just, I hated that idea that, I would always be failing in in some fashion. So it's like this unachievable goal, this balance thing. So I believe in the in the philosophy of harmony. And so I love talking about harmony like it's an orchestra. So you are the conductor, you're the person who is making all of the instruments play. But guess what? The violins might get more time than the percussion, right? And there might be times where there's a solo and nothing else is playing. Mm-hmm. But the key is that the conductor is keeping everybody on the same beat. They are playing the same tune and um, and honoring like this is the flow of the music is that sometimes, you know, that certain instruments or, uh, you know, musicians get a little bit more time and some get a little bit less, but it doesn't mean that they're any less important in that, in that orchestra, mm-hmm. right? So that's how I like to think about mm-hmm. harmony uh, for myself and for for my clients is to help them think that way. That's actually almost identical to what I heard brought up at, I went to the Women in Networking, there was an all day event, Meaning Money and Mojo. Um, and they brought up the topic of balance to the entire crowd and had people kind of chime in with what their interpretation was, was it as well. And one lady had said, it's about harmonizing mm-hmm. um, vocally, which is something that I'm not super familiar with. That's not where my background is, but many people do have a musical background and I could see like, I understand it enough to like, I get what they're trying to yeah. say, but it really just like resonated with her that the Sometimes it's the the high pitch one. I don't know the names for anything. Takes prioritization versus like the lower toned one. Right. So it's like literally the exact same thing, and it just like it makes total sense. Yeah, I actually clapped a little bit when she <laughs> when harmony came out of her mouth because I got very excited. So before the podcast, as most of our podcasts, I haven't hadn't done a lot of like strategic like writing down where my direction was. And now you both of you guys have written stuff and done very important research on on what your opinion of balance mm-hmm. is. And I like to come with my gypsy approach all the time <laughs> and listen and learn and see where you're coming with. So when you were speaking of yours, 
I see that. I see that mm -hmm. ebbs and flows. And you like to push hard, but you still remain, you get back to that balance mm -hmm. line and that movement forward. Um, but you are putting a lot of statistical stuff around mm -hmm. it. And I'm a creative at heart. And, you know, I talk in colors mm -hmm. and I talk in music, even though I'm not musical. So as she was, you were working mm -hmm. yours out and you were, you were harmonizing with what she <laughs> said, even though your direction was going to be in the harmony. Harmony is the word that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. And when it came out of your mouth, I totally understood it. But the way you took it and brought it forth with the symphony and the orchestra was different than what I was thinking. I was assuming and bringing the harmony at, to a balance of life is going to give you the positives and negatives, the ups and downs. How chaotic is at the time is your perception, basically, of it. Can you find that harmony in that moment? Mm -hmm. Can you take that 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 tough moment in the day and can you find your balance? Can you get onto your vortex or onto your high flying plane in a tough critical moment or in a tough month, you know, mm -hmm. coming off of contest prep and goal setting and direction? How do you find that harmony? How do you find that balance in that when it's hard, you know? So it sounds to me like your sense of balance is more about staying sort of grounded and connected to like the the center yeah and i think with that balance gives me more of that happy that immediate happy mm -hmm. that i need to fill my day with to keep going because when you're a self-entrepreneur and you're doing your own things you don't know always how it will be received because you have to take the creative art and make it and then you put it out there so to find that happy in what you're doing creatively creatively and find that harmony constantly throughout the day is kind of where I've come with my career and being a mom and kids career and mom all melded together mm -hmm. is to force the happy to look for the harmony and the balance as often as possible but not that's not my goal every day mm -hmm. but my goal is to make me happy yeah yeah it's interesting so I I finally resonated on the idea of harmony with regards to an orchestra after my daughter started mm. playing the violin. Okay. So um, I also don't have a musical background. And, you know, I went to one of her concerts and there was all these, and they were little, 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 <laughs> little. So like fourth grade, fifth grade, and like hundreds of these little kids. And somehow the, the conductor was able to get them all, and it was a simple tune, right? Mm -hmm. But they, they, they were able to get them all in the same tune. And I thought, oh, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a mom too, and I'm a business owner, and I'm a friend, and I'm a daughter, and I'm a, you know, community member, and I'm a, you know, a competitor, and I'm this, and I'm that. Like, all these things. And you know what? I don't want to not be all those things. Mm -hmm. the ring like, I them. want to mm -hmm. wear all those hats mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, those things all make me happy, and they fulfill me in, in different ways. Like, I don't want to remove one hat or compartmentalize my life. And mm -hmm. I was like, this is the thing. And so then I kind of just let my, my mind kind of go on this whole, on this whole orchestra uh, metaphor. And I was like, mm -hmm. this makes so much sense. And I'm like, why haven't I paid more attention yeah. to music? Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so sometimes our kids bring us into these different aha moments. Yes. Yeah. Aha moments. So um, yeah, it's just, it, it's amazing. I still remember that first concert where I was just like, how on earth is she getting all these nine-year-olds to play the same thing? And it finds itself. And that's kind of what harmony and that creative flow or that positive balance, all when that momentum gets going and all of a sudden it just grows together and blossoms at the same time. So that being said, does that make you want to 
be the conductor and to steer your music in a different way, depending on like how you're feeling. Like to me, cause I'm like, immediately in my head is like, okay, cool. So I can create, you know, strategically make all of these things go lesser and more and change the intensity of different aspects yeah. of your life. Um, but so I'm like, okay, so now I have so much power that I can ch- choose to bring up certain things. So now I'm like, okay, well, do I want a happy song? Do I want a really intense song? Like I'm trying mm. to connect this with like, what is the song right. that's going on in your life? Which I think is kind of an interesting way to interpret balance. Like it's going to be different for everyone and it's good music is good music to different people. Right. And so like, if you had to describe and I can go first since give you guys a little time to think about yeah. this, but like <laughs> what type of music would be playing in your life right now? Like, is it kind of that space between before the beat drops type of thing? Like, are you in that stage of life or is it like really the intro music? Like, to me, I'm like, okay, now I'm trying to analyze what stage in my life, like, what would my music sound like to where my life is at right now? Mm. Is it in harmony, number one? <laughs> Does it sound good? Right. Like, right now? Um, I would say my my life would sound like it, it ju- the beat just changed. Like, it just switched tempos. Mm-hmm. I went from something a little bit more whimsical, scattered to something very consistent and a little bit more robust right now, Mm -hmm. but something so robust that you can't listen to that all day, every day for the rest of your life. Like the music needs to change slowly into something else and a little bit more variety. Yeah. Yeah. So I just analyze my life with uh, musical theory. Uh It's it's such a beautiful metaphor that can go in so many different directions. So I was just like, all right, let's Um, run with it. Yeah, like maybe mine would be like Bohemian Rhapsody. You know how yeah, it has, yeah. like, I mean, it's a classic, and we just had the movie come out and all those other things too. But like, <laughs> right. there's all these, you know, all these different tempos even yep. inside that that one song. And I think for me right now, I'm in a space where I am uh, am, am pausing and waiting, mm-hmm. which is not something that comes by by me naturally. I am mm-hmm. a go 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 mm-hmm. and like take action and figure it out along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I've really been focused on, and this has actually been a sort of lesson for myself over the last couple of years is let's pause and wait and let's be meaning me, myself and I, right? Yeah. <laughs> In my own yeah. head. All right, let's do this. Let's wait, pause wait. for a second and wait for the universe or God to kind of inspire you into mm-hmm. a certain direction. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, letting, letting God lead mm-hmm. my direction versus mm-hmm. me sort of China, you know, bowl in a China shop. Pile driving through. Pile driving yeah. through anything and everything. Yeah. And so um, I've, I've been really in a space of like this calm, let's sit back, do your meditation every single day and just wait and mm-hmm. be inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the music mm-hmm. that, that my that my orchestra is playing right now. Yep. I would agree. I'm definitely on that plane. A lot of my day gets directed on, you know, Depends on when I get started, but I will start with a meditation or a YouTube listen to one of my favorite speakers at the time to find that path, to hear something that even if I've heard it a thousand times before, you re-listen and you rehear, and then kind of go with that on, on a passional drive. I have a lot of creative things going in my life, so it's, it's easy to pick up my jobs and get working because mm-hmm. it's sparkly and shiny and fun. Um, but uh, I would say I have a lot of balls out there. Mm-hmm. I have thrown them up. I've served them over the court 
a lot of them. And I, it's not that I'm waiting for them to come in and they're all going to come back at their own thing. <laughs> and hit you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Hit me, no, I'm ready. Bring it on. Give me that jumpsuit. Give me that. It doesn't matter. I'm come, bring it on. I'm ready. Like I have prepared a lot of the things I'm doing now. I have done the odd jobs and done the leg work many, many years ago. And I'm, I'm ready. Like yeah. I'm waiting on the other side of the net. I'm ready. But I have to wait. Because in business and in life, even though I may feel ready, it not, might not be ready for me or, you know, there are other lessons I need to learn still. So a lot of it is I'm trying to keep myself busy with the little things mm -hmm. and happy with the little things while I'm really focusing. The little things are the things that are going to make my big things happen. Mm -hmm. And I've got to make sure I'm happy here or this won't come mm -hmm. until I'm happy here. Yeah. So it's kind of like... I'm in, I'm in a meditative state of music. It's very calm and tranquil, but it's very directive. But I, it's almost like, it's not like I'm watching my back, but I'm watching, I'm, wa I'm waiting. Looking I'm around. Yeah. yeah. Waiting for something to come. I don't know how to explain it. And I don't want to continue to tell people I'm waiting for something because then I will always be waiting for something. But it's coming. It's so interesting. Um, I've had this conversation recently with, with people about the difference between complacency and contentedness, right? And I think, you know, gratitude plays into that so much. I, I do believe that um, God won't give you more of whatever until you are grateful for what you currently have, mm -hmm. right? But being grateful for the space you're in and what you have right now doesn't mean that you're not striving for more. Mm -hmm. And I think people misunderstand mm -hmm. the waiting um, to, to be like, oh, you're just being complacent right. or you're lazy. And, you know, sometimes the mean girl <laughs> inside of our own head says the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a struggle that I've had is if I'm pausing and waiting, like that mean girl in my head's like, why are you being so lazy? Get up, go do something. Da -da 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 -da. Mm -hmm. And it like drives me. Right. Um, and having to quiet that, that mean girl mm -hmm. and say, no, like this is an intentional pause. This mm -hmm. isn't complacency. It's, it's the intentional. art of allowing the art of allowing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I love that you're uh, being patient without being complacent. Right. And as long as I'm satisfied in the moment or in the day, even if the big picture or the big questions aren't being answered now, I've got to make sure the little ones are still up and ready to go and still dreaming about the big questions. Mm -hmm. Like I'm building a company right now where it's, I'm selling three to six of each piece. I need to vision to 120 per piece. Mm -hmm. That's a big gap, mm -hmm. but it's doable and it's possible. But as I do the little ones, I need to inspire to the big ones and pre-plan for it. Yeah. You don't know when that phone call's going to come in. It's yeah. going to come in right. on whatever we're doing in our life and wherever we're directing. The phone call is going to come. Are you going to be ready? And can you have balance the time, you know, while you wait? Yeah. Like six months ago, I was super like driving hard on like, I'm trying to make what I like where I was working, like trying to make it work. And I was like, no, fitness is just my hobby. Like, no, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And then when I kind of just like let my, not let my guard down, but just like became more open to letting it become something, letting it become a career, letting it become just more than a hobby. I was like, that's when the doors started to open, which they were already there. I just right. didn't even consider it an and option. And you didn't think that opening the fitness store then would also lead you to the other goals that you have in mind with the speaking and the marketing. And yeah. The but 
you know, sometimes the universe or God has a different plan for you and you just kind of have to ride the bumpy road and learn your lessons yeah. because there's a bigger important thing that's going to be coming at you soon. And are you prepared? Yeah. There's a great Steve Jobs quote that says that, um, and I'm going to butcher it because this is what I do as I, I yeah. paraphrase that's all okay. the greatest we, quotes. No, we, <laughs> we fix it in the post later. So if you butcher it, we'll so, find it. Yeah. You can find the real the quote, real one. Yeah. but Steve, Steve Jobs talked about um, being able to, to connect the dots backwards. Mm. Right. You can always connect the dots backwards, but unfortunately you cannot connect the dots forwards. Right. So um, and, and this is, you know, I like to find meaning in all of the challenges and I like to say I never lose. I either win or I learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, you know, I've, I've been and I shared with you guys off offline just about some of the challenges that I've had lately in my business and, and personally and otherwise. Um, and just how like I have to find purpose in that. Right. And so like I've been trying to zoom myself forward so that I can look back. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's actually one of my favorite um, favorite exercises is mm-hmm. like, OK, let's fast forward a year or five years. How do you want this to turn out? Because I think, you know, like the, the the dreams and the end vision that we that we often, you know, seek after that is in our heart is the one that you know, that God has put in your heart mm-hmm. so that it, it is your homing device, right? So if we put ourselves there and then go, okay, now how could this experience be purposeful, you know, if I, if I were to look back on it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because then you can have that 2020 vision in the moment and, uh, it's it, so try that, try, try that, <laughs> zoom forward and then, and then, and then go back um, because it does all make sense when mm-hmm. you look back, you know, every challenge that you've ever had has some purpose. And I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, but I think every thing, whether good or bad, um, can have meaning, can have great things come out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't believe that that little kids get hit by cars and things like that, like that's not some some part of the you know God's purpose, right? Right. But right. great things can come out of that, even as devastating as traumatic as those are. So how can you create whatever you might be going through, even if it's a devastating sort of um, you know song in your mm-hmm. orchestra at that moment? You know how could that be beautiful music mm-hmm. in the end? Well, and it's almost like to dig it in a little bit deeper, like if you're in a position of career or life or fitness or whatever, and let's say you're at a high point and you are now currently at a lower point, Mm -hmm. it's almost like manifesting your way out of the low. Mm -hmm. We can all manifest that sparkly top we want to walk into Goodwill and find Mm -hmm. just because you want to see if you can do it or Mm -hmm. manifest some ice cream and your husband has it when you get home. Those are fun, but... What if in a hard time or whatever it is, you, yeah. you manifest the feelings that you mm-hmm. want to gain and, and you want to because you don't want to be feeling the way you're feeling. Yeah. And that's a way to get back to your balance, even though you're not living it yet. Yeah. How can I what do I want to feel like? What do mm-hmm. I want to mess manifest it? Interesting. And it kind of comes back to what you were talking about with regards to grounding. Like, what is my center? Mm-hmm. What do I believe at my core? Mm-hmm. You know, is you know, is how I'm feeling or how I'm behaving? Is that who I am or is that a result of my circ- my particular mm-hmm. circumstances and, you know, how can I get back to that center? Right. Um, and I don't know how, how you said you meditate. Yes. Yep. Yep. You meditate. Um, I don't, I try to set my environment up to be like what to best achieve the outcome that I'm trying yeah. to get. Um, I would say that I don't do any like formal meditation. Yoga is kind of the closest thing, but I yeah. don't, do it as enough as as much as I would like to. Um, 
just not I'm like a, and I li- when I listen to my YouTubes and my podcasts or have my meditation music on, um, even if I'm doing, if I'm not, if I don't have time for deep meditation, because, you know, when you're a mom mm-hmm. <laughs> or if I just have quiet around me, I can get enough thought to get on mm-hmm. to a, on a, on a yeah. momentum on somewhere. But yeah, definitely. Even if it's just thinking time, yeah. I even consider that as my meditation. Well, I think time. a mindfulness practice, but yeah, I yes. think is much more, it sounds like what you yeah, I would like which to is think like of staying myself, present in that right. moment. Yeah. I would like to think of myself as like this free spirited hippie thinking. Um, but really I'm just quite analytical about a lot of things mm-hmm. and that's what makes sense for me. Yeah. So I try mm-hmm. to be inspired by the different, the yellow thinking, mm-hmm. but then I try to apply it through yep. red in something that makes sense. Yep. And I'm using yeah. a discover yourself colored personality type thing yeah. to explain yep. it, but whatever. Um, you get what I'm generally trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, and I try to just go with what feels right. So there are some times where I'll go through a three month spurt while I'll only listen to my inspire nation podcast that talks about fun thing or whatever more hippy dippy things that I, and that's what I'll listen to on the way to work every day I'll also go through a three-month spurt where I'll, I will listen to my training podcast that I like to listen to mm-hmm. but I'll also go through like I just came out of like a four-month chunk of just internet or not j- internet just radio music mm-hmm. it served a purpose it's yep. fine but I do let it shift just based on how I'm feeling Seasons. yeah and just and allow I, it right yeah. and I'll know that I'll need more of one type of thing if I'm feeling a certain way I'll surround myself with that. Like when I'm feeling down, I will turn on a more inspiring podcast Mm -hmm. while I'm driving home to try Mm -hmm. to like pull me out of it or do different things. Do you ever sit in that sad space? Like, do you ever allow yourself to sit in it? I'm curious. Like, do you ever just like, you know what? I'm feeling like crap. I'm going to put on sad music Mm -hmm. or like country music is what I like to listen to when I'm feeling a little sad sometimes. And I want to stay in that space because Mm -hmm. sometimes I want to move out of that sad space. And sometimes I want to just stay in it a little bit, like watch a sad movie. Last time I was feeling really, really down. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to watch the notebook. Yeah. You know, so (laughs) norm, the old me would have completely just stifled all those sad feelings. Be like, no, you don't deserve to be sad. You have a lot of things Mm -hmm. to be happy about and would have Mm -hmm. very much so shoved it down and put it somewhere. But more recently through mostly being inspired by Anita and just the way that she thinks about a lot of things, I allow things to happen more. So if I am feeling down and if I want to have a bath and with some bath bombs and some tea and a face mask and like live, you just found a new way to make yourself happy, you know? Yeah. Like I can become more happy, not by stifling it down and then making myself happy, but I can just ride it out and it'll turn into happy because I know that it will. And sometimes, sometimes you got to have to, like, I'm very aware when I'm up and down, but sometimes when I got to, when I have to let the hurt, I let the hurt, you know, I let, I let myself be sad. Um, especially like, let's say when I got last place in my first show, like I told everyone, I was like, I'm going to need at least three to five days, but I had a seven day deadline to sign up and I knew I needed at least five to like get my mind. And I just let myself cry for the first three days. And Rhea was my little get back, get back up again, my little soldier. And I was just like, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to cry it out. I got to cry it out just because it hurts. Mm -hmm. And I don't cry a ton, but I, I cried during prep. And I think during prep, you sometimes you know, it happens. You cry a little bit more, but during prep, I always felt so good after a good cry. Love it. So now I welcome more cries. So yeah. before this last prep, I would have said, I don't, I'm not a crier. 
-hmm. But now I'll welcome a good cry because sometimes my best inspiration or self-motivation comes from a good cry. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to like have a good cry and then go to someone else and express the cry and expect them to fix my feelings. Right. I have my cry and I was like, how do I get out of the cry or what, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going to bring me out of it or what inspiration? So as long as I continue to internalize to find, find the results, then I allow it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I would say about 60% of the time, I want to just, when I'm crying, I want to be like, Anita, okay, tell me what it is. What do I need to do? How do I stop this? Right. And it's almost like you have to come a different perspective. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And like, but I know that if I, sometimes I don't think she actually just reads my messages and be like, now she'll figure this one out. But I wish, and I, and that's how I think of it is I know that she's busy and I know that that's something that I just need to handle on my own. Like. I'll get into the habit of too frequently running to someone else to be like, how do I fix this? Mm -hmm. And when I know that if you don't respond, I know it's not because you didn't weren't on your phone that much that day. It was just like, there were circumstances where I was like, okay, I need to figure it out. You're still, you're still working it out in your head and you're just vomit wording me right now. You're getting through it. You're getting through it. If, if something that needed my critiquing or some direction, like the other day she, she was not feeling well and she was, not just it just wasn't five and four and she had it a longer day and she wouldn't have been at her best training people and if you're rumple and grumpy and not feeling good you know you can't sometimes give give out that positive energy mm-hmm. it's almost like she had tuned into me and she is a grown woman and adult but she almost wanted like we all want we want someone to tell mm-hmm. us yeah go home you don't feel good you know yeah. what i mean we want the note from the yeah. don't we all want the we doctor's want note off the hook. Exactly. Yeah. so bit. she messaged me and i said you, I, I wrote back to her and I didn't say it, but it was very clear. It's like, you know, you're not going to be performing at your highest and you know, that's not what you want and you know that you have more to do. So, you know, you need to go home, but I'm going to tell you that it's probably a good idea to go home yeah. and then I let you make the decision. <laughs> yeah. But it's just funny. It's like, it's that who you ask the right questions to, to get the answers. And yes. I don't go to my husband and ask him the best sushis out there. Yeah. That's just, it's, you know, yeah. it's terrible, but you know, same when you're dealing with your ups and downs in business or personal, if you're asking the wrong questions or the, the wrong questions, the wrong people, you're going right. to, you're not going to be satisfied. So a lot of times I think when we look outward mm-hmm. or we post our question on Facebook, when you could have Googled it, mm-hmm. you should have looked inward mm-hmm. because you, you are the only person who can find the answer to be satisfied yeah. Anyone can give you an answer and everyone will give you their opinion. But which one are you going to cling to and which one are you going to be inspired by? Yeah. And so you being an extrovert, self-proclaimed, mm-hmm. do you go out or do you go in? Um, I go in first. I'm very introspective. Okay. Um, and then I typically want to talk it out with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, one of my husband's superpowers is being a great listener mm-hmm. and that worked out really <laughs> well. Awesome. Um, and so often, you know, he'll be my sounding board a little bit, but it's, it's interesting because, um, who you decide to reach out to says a lot about the answer that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And so I try to also think about who it, you know, when I want to talk to somebody about something, right. Um, who is it that my first inclination is to talk to? Because sometimes you're looking for a little bit of commiseration Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're looking for, you know, a real solution. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're looking for just someone to be an ear. Mm -hmm. Right. 
and and when like you know the answer mm-hmm. I, I do believe this like you know the yeah, answer yeah. before you ask somebody else <laughs> right. sometimes you just need that outside affirmation but sometimes you can even you know skip that whole thing like oh well i'm gonna ask this friend because this friend is always like let me bring over a bottle of wine and we'll yeah. just you know <laughs> yeah whatever when really you just wanted the bottle of wine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so so if you're looking for commiseration like that's that's my red flag that i need to spend a little bit more time mm-hmm. just with myself with because mm-hmm. nobody n- like nobody needs just to be brought down right right, right. <laughs> right. like that's not that's it's not about the <laughs> um and sometimes and, and it helps direct the, that conversation right so sometimes i'll call some of my wisest friends and be like okay usually i'm coming to you for advice can you just listen you know mm-hmm. and ask for what i need mm-hmm. in that in that time and space like mm-hmm. i just need to hear this out loud can you just be a Absolutely. sounding board yeah. right and, and you go to that person because you know that they're wise and you go to that person because you know that if after you talk it all out, you still can't figure it out, that probably they're going to have some advice for you, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, so that's, it's, it's interesting who your gut instinct is to reach out to during those times. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I always think it's very important to keep the diverse, not range of options of people in your life, but like my boyfriend always thought it was weird that I had certain friends that I would only do certain things with. But yeah, there are certain friends that I will only go to them all with. And like, that is like our fun time when we, and there are certain friends that I would only go and get coffee with or like, I'll, I'll change the activity that we do based on like the way that we help each other out mm-hmm. in that aspect. And I think it's important to have different friends serve different purposes for each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, it's all about that. The harmonizing. Not, you were going to say balance, weren't you? It's all about the balance, the balance of all the people. The it's the harmonizing. It really is. And that's that sweet sound. That's where the balance comes through. Yeah. And that's where it like makes the most sense. And that's what brings it. I mean, just like there's natural disasters in the world that create more balance. In well, the world and you too. can ask anyone who has succeeded at something you're striving for, someone you look up to, and you can ask them at this most brilliant time in your career, in your life, what else was going on? Mm -hmm. They probably had 15 other things that most of us would have been like, I'm going to lock myself in the bedroom, shut my curtains and stay in here. Mm -hmm. You need to realize that even when good things are happening or someone is, um, is 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 momentum and they're moving forward they're still dealing with the craziness of life that never goes away the bills still need to get paid mm-hmm. things break down tires go flat uh people die shit happens mm-hmm. um do you keep moving while right. it's happening how do you perceive your life as all of that is happening how do you react to it mm-hmm. do you react to it or do you brush it off like you just got a flat tire or did you post it to 400 people on Facebook because you needed 400 responses to say you're going to be okay? Yeah. Or did you just fix your flat tire? You know, it's how you are taking each situation and moving forward. So even the greats, when they're doing great things, they had shit going on in their life too. Mm-hmm. But were they happy? They continued to move forward. They wanted to keep going. They still are doing, you know what I mean? It's that perception of what your life is to you at that time and how you're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And some days I deal really, really well with it. <laughs> and some days I don't, yeah. but then we get back to harmony, mm-hmm. you know, or we try, we try to harmonize. Yeah. 
Yeah, it really is. It's bringing you back to to that space. And and do you have a, a reason to move forward? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, going to your point, Camille, about who you surround yourself with is, you know, you we are the average of the five people mm-hmm. we surround mm-hmm. ourselves with. So and and there's five people in that circle for a reason, mm-hmm. because we, we need different people with different perspectives and different positive things um, to be able to to up-level ourselves mm-hmm. in different areas, mm-hmm. right? There might be a friend that you never talk about anything spiritual mm-hmm. with, and there might be a friend that you that you don't mention business with. You know, there might be a friend that, you know, they, Absolutely. it doesn't have to be your five people in business, and it doesn't have to be, you know, like, get a variety. Yeah. Yep. So healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was, I created my my personal board of advisors. So brilliant. Um, a couple of years ago and like, do I have annual meetings with them all? No, <laughs> but I still choose to, I seek them out for different reasons. They have, they're an experts in different fields and they both, they all share a different perspective, especially on my life too. And they know me in different ways. They've seen me in different lights, yeah. but together that collective like range of opinions has helped to like make certain decisions mm-hmm. or like give certain guidance on where I was going in my life. But recently I've tried to not rely so much on other people and tried to like put that back into the center instead of always reaching out mm-hmm. try to look inward to trust it's yourself a scary place inside there i don't know i don't <laughs> want to look in there <laughs> it's scary for all of us i know <laughs> i want someone else to go poking around in there that's why i want to go to a therapist like yeah. someone else dig around in there i don't want to do it exactly <laughs> i've had a lot of days recently where i'm like I don't even want to be around me. Like, I don't, like, like I, I'm so glad that no one else is stuck inside my head right now because gosh, like it's a dark place right, sometimes. Totally. And then when I get in that, that heavy kind of that dark place where I would almost just being too hard on myself yeah. is when I push the self coaching, like your best friend, mm. if your best friend was your alarm clock in the morning, would they wake you up with, uh, you're awake. Good. Mm-hmm. Or would they wake you up? Oh my God. So happy you're up right now. So many things I want to do with you today. And it's going to be amazing. Get out of bed. Right. Get out of bed. We got to go. Yeah. We got to go do this. Who's your best friend? You have to be your best friend. Oh, that's so that good. voice in your head is your best friend. And we can look at them as a positive role model, a negative one, a sad one. But you can be sad with your best friend mm-hmm. and watch that movie when you want to watch it. And then you hug your best friend and be like, all right, I got some other shit to do now. I'm going to go be happy again. Yeah. But I guess in the tough moments, I always, that voice in my head, it's the one you don't want to listen to or the one that's being most critical on mm-hmm. you is like, okay, I need my best friend back. So then I need I need right. that wagging puppy dog tail. It's like, okay, we're going to do this today. And then we're going to do this and we're going to do this. And it's going to be amazing. Even if it isn't, it's going to be an adventure. And that's going to be amazing. Which brings us right back to being centered, focused, and being aware. Like that mindfulness, mm-hmm. right? If you don't recognize the conversation that's going on in your head. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes sometimes that conversation will go on for a little while before I'm like, whoa, whoa, hang whoa, on. Yeah. Like, what is happening You've taken there? it down a whole path and right. created this whole scenario yeah, right? around it and it didn't end and, well. And I lost that, that <laughs> yeah. mindfulness in that moment. But when you can even, you don't have to fix anything. If you can just notice. Yep. Yes. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Then at least you know who's talking to you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. is it that mean girl or is it that best friend? Yeah. And you know, and start to engage. Like, all right, and now you can act proactively. Mm-hmm. You know, move forward with what you choose. And that, I think to to me that is that is the best 
lesson that I have come, that's come out of this whole pause or move, pause or move. It's like, well, there is no one answer to that. But if you're aware, Mm -hmm. then you will know whether you need to pause or move. And it has everything to do with staying present so that you can be proactive and you can choose to respond instead of react. Mm -hmm. And that, that to me is true empowerment when you can respond instead of react. Absolutely. Like if I'm going to cry for no reason, I would much rather just be aware that it's happening Mm -hmm. and just lean into it a little bit and be like, yes, this is my cry. Then be like, why am I crying? Cause like, yeah, I cry for no reason. Sometimes it happens, but I would rather be aware of it. be aware that it's a hormonal thing or whatever, and just lean into it than to be like resisting your true self. And you're not going to be hard on yourself later. Yeah, no, it's fine. Another thing I kind of want to just put out there too as well is sometimes when you realize and you are aware that you're talking negatively to yourself and you're like, okay, I need my best friend to come in. I need them to cheer me up. But it keeps going negative. You keep trying again, but it keeps going negative. Drop the subject completely and go on to a whole new topic. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of times you're trying, you're trying, and you can't. Your best friend is trying to shake you out of bed and you can't. It's still too hard then the best thing to do is drop the whole topic because you're not ready for it yet. Go on to something else, do the dishes, do something else or whatever it may be to find you're happy. But there's been a lot of times, especially post prep and stuff like that, where good, good goals are happening and I'm still not happy with things, but then I'm not, I can't pick myself up out of that topic, but it just doesn't seem right. Cause I, I, you know, I'm not a negative person. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's just, it's not ready yet. I'm not ready for that yet, whatever it may be. And then just shifting onto a whole new subject. Which I think is a great place to um, press a pause here. And then you guys will check back with us next week. So you can hear about maybe setting some things in the fitness world down for a second um, post show. Definitely. All right. So thank you so much for joining us. Create your harmony. (laughs) Harmony act. Are we changing the name of it? Should we try to harmonize? (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. All right. See you next week. Bye.